0: All right, Keg. So, what was your first album that you purchased?
1: First, like cassette? You mean?
0: Well, yeah, cassette album. So uh, basically,
1: what was well, the I started first first with? Thing with thing. My first cassette, I would say that I picked up. Uh, believe it or not, was uh, White Snake. The second, I would say, my second cassette that I did pick up was uh, Painkiller. Was the Judas Priest Painkiller uh, cassette? And to me, that was a whole, like a whole new level of music for me.
0: See, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I eventually bought my White Snake collection. <laughs> <laughs> my first album, the Metallica, "Kill 'Em All. I remember going home and going to the record player and putting that on. There was nobody home, and I blasted it. You still have it? And I was like, I, I was so happy because I had just finished working. You know, I used to, uh, I, I worked at a, at a bakery. I used to clean up uh, the trays for all the cooking and stuff. So, you know, I was a little kid. So I remember taking that paycheck and going to the record store and and just getting that Kill'em All album. My second uh, was Ride the Lightning. Nice. Um, My third, it was Slayer. Um, I, I can't remember if it was the Raining Blood album. I think it was the Raining Blood album that I bought. And... Then after that, just, you know, obviously the collection started growing. I started buying more cassettes eventually. I, I don't know why I started, I got rid of the vinyl stuff.
1: I mean, I kind of got stuck on cassettes. I really didn't get into vinyl too much. Everything with me was with cassettes. Um, I wound up also getting kicks and I wound up getting, uh, you ever heard of McCauley Schenker Group? Yeah, dude, I don't know. No, I, I actually never heard of that. MSG? Oh my God, man. I don't know,
0: but MSG, I really hooked on I them. Remember, I remember MSG. I I I think I only heard one song from them That's a band that I Oh my god, MSG
1: MSG Dude, I was all over (laughs) the place I went from heavy to light to glam You know, I was really all over the place To be honest You know, I was doing a lot of A lot of different things You know, I I was into all different kind of styles And uh, like I said, man As time went on and you know, in school and with you guys in, in in high school, you know, it just started getting heavier and heavier in the music style. But cassettes, to me, let me tell you, you remember the days when we actually had to go and wait at the actual record store? Like, you know, there was no like, the what it is now with all this, you know, download and Amazon. You know, we used to actually go to uh, like records and stuff over there uh, on uh, East Street, but what's just a square? Remember that? square. Yeah, we used to yeah. go over there and. You
0: still get now, what's just a square? What's just a square in the Bronx? If anybody's mm-hmm. not familiar, it, it it was an old. It was like
1: uh, two old Mom ladies and Pop. or
0: three old ladies that were always there, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. They would do. Uh, they had a lady that worked the uh, ticketmaster section. Then you had like the posters, the shirts, uh, you know, buttons. There's so many different things. You would just go there and walk around and you know pick up all these things. It was cool. You got All the you know the. The kids from high school, from Lehman over there, used to go there, too, you know, during lunch break or when I was cutting glass. You know, who knows what was going on. But, you know, people was always in there and just shopping and looking for things, you know. But that's where, you know, I used to go in there a lot. But do you realize that us growing up in mainly the
0: mid-80s to, like, the 90s and now, uh, we have seen, like, so much change? Do yeah. you realize that when we were grow when we were growing up, getting all this metal into all this metal music, right? We mm-hmm. started with the vinyls, and then the CDs came out, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see seeing the CDs. Everybody started switching to CDs, and you know. Oh, MP3 started coming out. Remember, like the MP3 players before oh, we yeah. got to where we are now. The, it getting smaller and smaller.
1: MP- <laughs> Technology yeah, was making things smaller MP- and smaller. You know, we were going from uh, big, you know, cassette players.
0: Downloading, downloading all those. M- you were converting your 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 vinyls and you're converting your re- your tapes into like MP3 players. I know. And, and and you were like it became like a science, right? You were like sitting there, like like trying to download all this stuff. It's a, it's uh, a science project. In the internet again. in the internet that was like it would take you like a half an hour or like forty minutes to put one song into a, <laughs> into an MP3 <laughs> player so you can listen to it. Um, it's true. We come a long yeah, way. And now and now we have streaming, right? It's one of the fastest things we have. So can you imagine? Like we've been through that. That that's that's fucking and, and even old. people that are older than us. That that um, have seen even this happen even before, you know. So it's like it's incredible how you live through these phases. Like these kids these days don't know don't know about the struggle, no. uh, which is good, I guess, for them. But it, but we've seen that, right? I feel special. Um, like getting tickets, right? You said like when we used to go to get the tickets. I remember like camping out for days to get the tickets, and and oh yeah i remember going to the ladies and records and stuff like you said i remember going there and be like hey listen i need two tickets for like i don't know exits at the race or whatever let's just say and she would be like look it up in her computer yeah she'll tell you she'll she'll tell you where it's gonna be the seats like (laughs) it was all like secret secret stuff like you couldn't see the screen and then she'll tell you the prize and next thing you know it's like everything prints out and you like walk out that was great yeah, it, was, it, it was
1: cool. I, I mean, I I missed those days, you know. To be honest, you know, everything now is like I said. You do it right from your computer. You, you know, you can see where your seat's gonna be inside the arena. You know, this was like you know more like personal. Right. Just went up there, and she was like, "All right, you wanted this, you wanted that, and you know, here you go." And I said, "You left with actual like a piece of paper, like a you know actual ticket." You know. Yeah,
0: and and I and I started. Uh, I actually started an album. You know, an album with all my my tickets, all my concert tickets, and. I eventually stopped. I don't know why. I the biggest thing I would tell someone who's younger than me is to keep a lot of memories. I true. I stopped keeping memories, and I regret that now. I regret all of that because it, it, it's a lot out. such an amazing thing. You know, like the clothing, right? Like clothing. Um What was some of your metal shirts that you used to wear? Like, remember you? You remember your first metal shirt? Man, <laughs> do you, know you remember that? actually that?
1: If you want to consider it, it was more like you know, I was wearing like skid row i remember buying a skid row shirt um i had a testament shirt you know had, dude, i had do had poison don't laugh I had a poison shirt uh, <laughs> it was like all neon colors but you know yeah i didn't have that many shirts
0: you know because my mom didn't believe in, in, in me wearing like the metal shirts yeah like, like i said she thought everything was satanic so <laughs> if she saw me with a metal shirt she thought i was like possessed like she didn't you know want your, you know because you wearing it. like I remember buying my my Slayer shirt with the, you know, the one with the the Raining Blood album, I think it was, with the pentagram and and the swords and everything. I remember coming home with that, and she was, like, freaked out. She was like, oh, my God, what kind of drugs are you doing? And she's super religious, man, so she probably freaked out when she saw
1: you walking around with that thing.
0: Yeah, she thought I was already, like, possessed doing drugs dealing drugs <laughs> and like somewhere in the gutter
1: <laughs> when they had patches um on the back of like the denim jackets and the buttons were big you know you used, to, you used to go in uh at the records and stuff and we used to pick up like these buttons you know and we used to put them all over like the collar you know the whole front of your, like your denim jacket would be covered yeah you Remember look like a days? big NASCAR like, you could look
0: like a NASCAR with, with endorsements like
1: yeah <laughs> without the money but the
0: money. you know what I actually I actually had one one jacket that I have patches on and once again I regret not keeping all this stuff um yeah patches were a big thing because you know us metalheads, we were very. We collect our bands like we collect baseball. Like people collect baseball cards, right? Yeah. Like we very. We take it very personal when somebody says something bad about the bands that we like. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Getting the patches was a big deal. Like you had your, uh, you know, well, whether you had a jean jacket only, or whether you well, you cut off the sleeves and you and you put it on top of your MC jacket, right? Right. The the vest part. Um, and that died out for a while. And now, and you know what's funny? Now that we started going back to more concerts ourselves, because mm-hmm. there was a, ta- a time that we didn't go to concerts that, for a while, uh, we started to see that now all over again. We're starting to see a lot of the of the patches make a comeback. And and I think it's great. I think it's that's part of the culture. I think that's the biggest part of the culture of, of me- being a metalhead. Uh,
1: uh, you we know, like, like that the
0: whole patches. It was a good time, it, man.
1: It was a simple, everything was simple. You know, it was, you know, you, you were trying to get, like, if you got that, that first, like, button of a band and, you and you know, and your friends saw it and they're like, oh, where'd you get that from? You want to be unique, man. You know, you didn't want your friends knowing you got that yeah. Slayer pin or wherever you got it from, you know what I mean? Because they're like, oh, man, because it was like, it's like a rite of passage, man. They're like, oh, this guy's, you know, he's a metalhead because you got, like, some of the best ones out there. Yeah. You know.
0: I remember taking my mother to Canal Street in Manhattan to mm-hmm. buy my first MC jacket. That's where I got it from. Mine, too. I remember... I remember she looked at me like she's like, "This is what you want," and and it was expensive back then, you know. Yeah. It was it, and that jack, those jackets, um, uh, I don't even know where my went to nice. be honest with you. And one, those jackets are like it was like wearing a bulletproof jacket or something. They were so heavy when you're a kid. Those yeah. things were so heavy. Had tons of zippers. You get into a fight, you like almost looked like you scratched the shit out of another kid's face <laughs> like a cat because <laughs> you, you got so many zippers you can fuck one. someone yeah. up <laughs> yeah um i remember going to canal street with my mother taking the train around down there and her going this is what you want i was like yeah you know because she she worked hard for for getting me a winter coat that year and she was like this is what you want i was like yeah this is what i want and the jacket was big on me and I didn't care because she was like, you know, if we're gonna get this jacket, it's gotta last a while. Because you know, back then, with mentality is gotta the, the jacket <laughs> has gotta to last years. you like to you to your, to your thirty, right? <laughs> <I didn't laughs> Everything's gotta it. last it you till you're thirty. When when your parents buy you something when you were a teenager, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's gotta be. So the thing was big on me, but I didn't care. I used to roll up this, I used to roll up the sleeves, and and, and shit, and and it was fun, man. Uh, now we grew like we grew up around the neighborhoods where.
1: In the Bronx. The Anthrax yeah. guys.
0: Yeah, in, 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 in the Bronx. Were locals. Um, I think you worked the wedding when, as you got older for one of them, right?
1: Yeah, so what happened was basically uh, I was working in the Marina Del Rey. And, uh, you know, it was, it was always a cool place to work, first of all. So when, when I saw them telling me, hey, you know, hey, Keg, I, I know you like this, this heavy metal bands. Uh, do you know you know Frank Bello? And I was like, of course. I was like, you know, Anthrax. And he was, oh, do you want to work? His wedding. He's getting married here. I was like, no, no, you, I can't. I couldn't believe it. So he goes, yeah. He's like, I'm, if you want, like, I'll make you the. He goes, I'll put you in the bridal room, and you could be his attendant. My mouth dropped. I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Right? Let me tell you. <laughs> it's something. like a
0: wet dream, <laughs> brother.
1: It was the best thing that could ever happen. Let me tell you how cool he is. So we, I'm in the I'm in the bridal room, and you know I'm starstruck, bro. You know, I mean, I see this guy. I saw this guy clashing the tie ends, I have his vhs i have everything about the band and all of a sudden i'm in the same room with him and his wife right and i'm telling him how much of a fan i am and he couldn't believe like he was looking at me like holy crap like yeah, i didn't know that you were that big of a fan and we did a shot you know for a, a toast to him and his wife and here's the, the best part of it all man so now my, my shift is basically done he's getting ready to go into the main dining room he's done he's gonna enjoy his wedding so he comes over to me And he goes, hey, he like, let me introduce you. And I remember his father, father father-in-law, was like, hey, he's like, you know, Frank, I need you to come in. And he's like, a minute, dad, a minute. He's like, I just want to, you know, introduce, you know, he introduces me. He brings me to the table, and he's like introducing me to all of Anthrax. I, I, my mouth dropped. He's like, oh, here's Charlie, here's Scott. I'm like, oh my God! It was like the biggest dream. I didn't want to leave. You know, I wish I could work the wedding too. You know, but that's. It was crazy, man. I was so that's like, a great struck. experience because
0: it's a, like a very personal environment, you know. You know the crazy and about still and still, Yeah, still around. And still to behave very down to earth with you, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, like that about bands. I like when we, you know, we have met some bands, and it's good to when you meet some of these people that they still can act very humble and talk to you like normal. Oh, so down to earth,
1: yeah. yeah. really down to earth. And,
0: and, and I truly appreciate stuff like that.
1: I remember even when. You know? I I always would run into him and, like, somehow or another, I would run into him and and Charlie. Like It was, like, the weirdest thing. Like, I worked in a toy store when I was younger. Frank Bello comes in there, gives me an autograph on a piece of, like, brown paper. I was like, you know, so he signs uh, an autograph for me there. I wind up going to, like, Manny's drum shop as a teenager down in Manhattan. And I go upstairs, and all of a sudden, Charlie is playing drums up there, you know, and I'm, I was like what the hell Like Everywhere I would go I would run into them Even as I got older You know I remember uh, Right after they played Yankee Stadium I'm in Starbucks On East Chester Sure as shit You have Charlie in there again And what's You know Getting Starbucks Like I just keep on Running into these guys And then uh, <laughs>
0: You're like meant to be You're yeah, meant to be with. Entrance. I'm like
1: Yeah it's crazy Because like even <laughs> When I'm working at the marina I guess It was Charlie's turn To get married And Once again Charlie's inside the marina. Del Rey. I get introduced again, you know, by uh, the Matron d. Say, "Hey, this is Keg. You know, he's one of your fans, and he got married there." And that same night, I don't know if you remember this. We, I was telling you the story, like, "Oh my God, Charlie was in the marina. He's, you know, getting ready to book his wedding and everything else like that." And I mean, you go to a Slipknot concert that same night, and he's down in the city. I go, we go down there, and he's there. And I'm like, you know, had a few drinks. And I was like yelling, Charlie. And he looks over and I'm like, remember me, Marina Del Rey? And he looks at me, he's like, oh yeah. So he comes over and gives me a pass. He said, like, hey, he said, come hang out with us upstairs, you know. But I, I didn't go. I, it was me and you. We didn't get like two passes. I didn't know if it was going to be the right thing to do. And, you know, just both of us, you know, go together. But he gave me just a, a pass. And I'm like, man, I should, I, 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 sometimes I say to myself, you know, could have hung out with some cool dudes, you know. One more thing before we go. Just him a heads up, what good news of a band are we going to be checking out again and chilling with this time?
0: Oh, so we're going to go back. We already got our tickets, our, our uh, tickets for Megadeth and Lamb of God tour again. That's we're right. Trivium and I believe In Flames. Can't wait for that show coming up. We're also going to Ghost in a couple of weeks, right? We're going to go mm-hmm. see Ghost. That so should gonna, be a fun show. I, I, just I find Ghost entertaining. I find him entertaining i i like i like his music it's it's like good metal music it's entertaining he reminds me of a uh, more clean cleaned out sophisticated sound of Danzig. Cause okay. like Danzig talked about devil stuff like almost like love songs and things like that and and he does almost the same thing so i like i like him and well, I can't out, wait to
1: see the show check out the their new song it's uh call me little sunshine it just came out with a video okay so it's pretty good by Ghost, and uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm
0: not really, haven't really dove into his band yet, but uh, I, I'm thinking I started ready. listening to a lot more music, so I'm gonna dive into it more. I, I kind of like it. I like, like his style. So we got Ghost coming up in a couple of weeks. We got, well,
1: we're gonna be uh, seeing. I think we got other the shows that we Testament. We, we uh, got Testament coming. At. We got Testament coming, right? With Exodus, I think it's Exodus Testament. Um, yeah, there's gonna be some yeah. other shows, and don't forget the the Megadeth one. We're actually getting like a little perk out of it with the the pass that we got. Right, we got a few extra perks. It's not just a regular show. We're getting, we're getting actually. Yeah,
0: we're we're actually doing a meet and greet with the like uh, Megadeth and do a, do a, some Q and A with them. So I guess we'll sit down and ask them. I don't know how that's gonna work. I don't know if it's like a bunch of people there with them, or do you have your own personal? Yeah, we don't few know yet. A minutes but of segments. We don't know how that works. You know, also what I think we, we're going to be doing is uh, we might have some giveaways later on on the shows. Like if maybe we'll pick some random follower or something like that. We'll mm-hmm. do some giveaways on the show. Okay. Uh, got some, good. maybe some merchandise we can give to some of his followers.
1: All right. We could do that. Thank you all for listening again. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. All right. Later. <laughs>